0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another game. No games, no life. Your uh, video game podcast for discussion about video games with a bunch of friends gathered around, uh, talking about them from uh, talking about games from the table to the screen. I'm your host Johnny Hoon, along with Antonio's here.
1: I am here.
0: Jason's game here. Spirit. Hey, John's here. Hello, it's John. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, you guys can find out all about our Stuff here, at Pop Samurai. Thank you so much for joining us here at uh, Twitch. You can go over to popsamurai network com. Uh, you can check out our live shows on Twitch TV slash Pop Network, and uh, you can catch us on social media: at Facebook, Instagram at Pop Samurai Network, um, at Pop Samurai Castle on Twitter. And uh, if you guys got any questions or comments, send it over to popsamurai network at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You know, just want to hear from you.
1: Jelani would love to hear from you.
0: I, I would know. love to hear from you. I don't want to hear from you. Well of it. Our old curmudgeon of the podcast doesn't want to hear for you. Antonio wants a handwritten letter.
1: Yeah, right? if you don't, if you don't write it with your own hands, then did you even really want to ask your question? We you must know? send
0: it
2: by pigeon. You
0: must send it by pigeon. You must use a quill and ink to write it out. <laughs>
1: yeah, if this is if this is ballpoint, get the fuck out. Fountain ink.
0: All right, so. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Um, we're going to get into some talk about just, you know, just normal, just our normal lives and what we're doing, what we're watching. I want to I wanna hear that stuff, you know, before we even get to the gaming talk. You know, I know may, maybe some of you don't like that, but you know what? We like it. Uh, John,
3: what have you been doing this week? Uh, this week, uh, you know, celebrated Independence Day. I don't know if you guys did or not, but uh, yeah, I did. I witnessed probably the most American thing I had ever seen. I saw a, like, 300-pound man uh, light a Roman candle. I don't know if you, do you guys know what a Roman candle is. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. So, so, yeah, he, like, lit the Roman candle, but he held it the wrong way. Nice. So, oh, man. So he pointed Wait, it the up. you were there? You were live for this? Like yes, I was it? there watching. I was there <laughs> watching it. And it didn't he pointed it up, up to the sky to let the, you know, the sparks go up. But uh, it just <laughs> shot him right in the belly. And uh, he barely noticed it and then quickly turned it around to correct it. He
2: barely and, like, noticed wow. it. What <laughs> <Yeah>. a unit.
4: <laughs> right? What an
3: absolute unit. What a <laughs> unit. <laughs> wow. uh, other, other than that, me and my girlfriend started watching uh, uh, the Netflix series uh, Unsolved Mysteries, which has been pretty good. It's like a true crime slash UFO uh, yeah, show.
2: Dabbled Very right good.
3: In. Wait, it unsolved
1: mysteries like the unsolved mysteries from the
3: nineties? Yes, like that one. But they the Netflix re- rebooted it. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, it's it's I'm pretty. I'm very into that. Yeah, i I never saw the older show, but I've been watching the new show, and it's pretty good. I like the it a
1: older lot. show. Used to scare the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Oh, I used really? to have really,
3: really bad like UFO
1: dreams because of the older show. And, um, like, it in like in retrospect, you know, thinking back on my life, those were some of the coolest dreams I ever had. I had really vivid UFO dreams because of that Oh, show. really? And I used to hate them when I was a kid because they were so scary. But, like, oh looking God. back, I'm like, man, I wish I had another one of those cool UFO dreams. Those were scary. They were visceral.
3: Do you think any of your UFO dreams were actual UFO abductions abduction, since they were so vivid? No, so they were never, like, alien dreams they were oh. they were like uFO in the sky
1: dreams like it would oh. it was always like uh like I'd go outside and I'd see these massive spaceships and people would be pointing and stuff it was yeah. never it they were never abduction dreams if they were ever abduction dreams, I would be the person who talked about how he got abducted as a kid, but no they were <laughs> never
3: okay. So the dreams would just go like, oh, there's a UFO in the sky, and then yeah. that's
1: the dream. Yeah, they they were but there were sometimes there'd be tons of UFOs in the sky. Like and oh. they wouldn't look like UFOs. They'd look like enormous, like like covenant-sized spaceships, you
3: know. Like oh, enormous gotcha. spaceships. So it was like clear that the aliens were invading,
1: basically. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, they were always gotcha. they were always just like it wasn't like, oh, did you see It was like a massive fucking like giant thing in the sky and people would be pointing and screaming and like it was always like an event but they were always they were always really scary i liked the feeling like the weight of seeing spaceships like that in my dreams were was always really cool so like like i would wake up scared because i was this little kid having a nightmare but like looking or thinking back to those dreams i always wish i had other ones because i loved the feeling of being in those dreams it was a very like real weight to him all right I i don't really have dreams like that anymore
3: not I, I don't i don't have dreams as vivid as i did when i was a kid Gotcha. uh yeah and then other than that uh over the weekend, i also watched the good the bad and the ugly which was pretty good like yeah. for the first time uh, no no i i had seen it before but it had been a while uh i made sure to watch it in two sittings cuz i remembered uh, from the last time i watched it that the movie's like 3 hours long that's just like it's a long it's a long watch but i think if you western. break it up it's pretty good it's a good western yeah
0: Get a chance if you get a chance. You should watch the good, the bad, and the weird. Yeah, it's on, it's on Hulu. Um, it's a it's a Korean remake of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Um, oh, really? Very, very well done. Um, up the action, up the funny. Um, I like it a lot. All
3: right,
0: you
4: check it out.
3: Ah, uh, but yeah, that's basically all I've been doing for the most part.
4: Cool. I mean,
0: uh thanks for letting us know that uh let's see antonio what you been doing
1: um i haven't been doing much of anything i i watched um i finished watching little Dicky or dave oh yeah uh, uh. um so i remember last week i had i had uh, watched i think that made the first three episodes um uh, maybe four episodes and and then uh during the rest of the week i burned through the rest of the series the ten episode series Highly recommended to anyone at all. If you like things generally, <laughs> you should watch Dave, because um, it's a good thing. Uh, no, it's um. So the the series, I'm I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I, I think Jason had even said that his favorite uh character was Geta last week,
2: yeah. and then
1: uh and then he said that that he was going to have like a you know his own kind of episode where he kind of goes into his backstory, and that that episode um is a is a real like it's a real pivotal episode because so far up until I think that episode I think Gaita is the first side character or like non main character that they kind of like dive into uh, so up the first four episodes are kind of just like Dave and um, and so when they start kind of going into everybody else they really start diving into real specific like things that people go through and that's what makes the show really good it's it's not it's not necessarily a show about a rapper trying to make it it's a show about the realities of being it's it's a show where where you're not seeing archetypes you're not seeing um caricatures or 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 characters really you're seeing people be people in in some very intimate ways and and at, at times it can be very uncomfortable, and or very sad. The second to last episode, like I, I got emotional. The second to last episode, I cried. It it hit it hit in in some very um, like very close to home ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and the very last episode was just, I mean, what a season! Uh, I I can't. I immediately I looked up about uh, whether or not it had gotten rude. Renewed for another one because of how much I liked it. And it did, thankfully it's not going to come oh, on cool. here, but it, it did get, renewed. um, and it's, it's like, I, I cannot praise enough how, um, how much care went into making you really, um, really be able to live, maybe not care, but definitely live, be able to live vicariously through the eyes of these characters. And I thought that the stories were incredibly compelling uh and and you really i don't know you, i i really developed like a soft spot for everybody i i saw a lot of a, a lot of things that i've experienced in my own life in that show in in a lot of the different characters uh it was just very easy to relate and and um i don't know it 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 hits real close to home so i i absolutely recommend it it's a 10 out of 10 show um i i brought it up to my brother and a cousin uh when when we were uh playing some games over the phone and they kind of like dismissed it. Cause it's little Dickie and none of us, including me were really into that. Uh, but it, but it absolutely, I mean, little Dickie is a, is the backdrop and, and the show itself is, is a show about like literally being, being a, a human being in the year, you know, 2019, 2012. it's a, a very cool look at it and, and like, just, you know what it, what it's like to try to succeed and what it's try like to like, like to be yourself and just try to do things right. So, so yeah, so that that's what I that's what I watched, and and really that's all I've watched. I haven't really uh, gotten the chance to to watch anything anything else really. I Don't got anything else to report.
0: Nice, very good, very cool. Might check it out. Um, Jason, what have you been
2: watching? Well, speaking of, uh, you know, as far as what what I've been up to, speaking of spicy, right? I had a house fire. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's right.
3: That's right.
2: Yeah, yeah that was no, it's fine. Um we lost practically nothing. Uh it was in the upstairs unit. Um, that so that yeah, that was really interesting. I've never been in that situation before. Um unfortunately the fire was above my room, so the majority of the water damage of like 'cause we're in a first floor unit and it's just it's an old house that's so like dripping through and everything. And mostly my ceiling took the brunt of it. So like there's like a a fourth of my ceiling. That's just like this shitty yellow, like cracks and all over the place. Um, so that's interesting. Um, just wanted to let you guys know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Nothing was lost. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, as far as what I've been watching last week, I have a show I watched last week and I wanted to mention on the podcast. and I just forgot to, um, it's show called Doro to Doro. Uh, netflix oh, okay. and it's it's like a cgi anime um which is a little off-putting but we're kind of in the area era now where like they can do that pretty well um but it's very interesting it's about like this really shitty grungy city called the hole and uh it's like we're all the regular people live and then there's also like this upper upper echelon world i forget what that place is called but that's where the sorcerers live um but the sorcerers often come down into the hole to test their magic on humans so like it's pretty the hole is just this horrible place to live already and then like you might just get experimented on and the main character his head gets turned into a lizard uh so he's just got like a full lizard man head basically and he wants to know who did that to him. So he walks around. He, he finds whatever spursers he can. And he puts their head in his mouth. And then the magic man inside of him. Comes out. And says whether or not that person. Was the person who turned his head into a lizard. And that's the premise of the show. That you learn in the first five minutes. Um, it's very wild. Uh, it's pretty gory. But it's, I really liked it. Um, it's a big recommendation. From, from Jason over here.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that one because I saw that one uh, pop
2: up. Yeah. There's a little wizard that lives in his head? Yeah. Well, we don't... It's... It's... it's Kind of like the, the magical personification of him, um, but oh, it's just okay. magic. Like, you can't really read too much into it. Um,
4: it's just magic?
2: Yeah, it's just magic. Because the, 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 the magic is very weird in this show. Uh, it also has just a 100% fantastic intro that is a real earworm the the animation is amazing like the scene that it paints in the intro is so awesome and just doesn't have anything really to do with the show but like it's perfectly in character for one of the characters i love it so much um okay. so that's a good show it's nice. wild anyway. the the enemy the, the main bad guy's magic is just turns things into mushrooms. So like <laughs> hits them off poof, you're a pile of mushrooms now. Um so that's rough. Don't do that. I'm looking at
3: it like a screenshot on Netflix and like the, the, the title thing is like the dude with like the weird teeth mask and then he's holding a mushroom and I was like what the hell's with the mushroom?
2: That's yeah that's him. Okay. I don't remember his name. I don't remember most people's names in anything to be fair. Unless I like watch it extensively. Um, So that's a big recommendation. Um, Bravo. Very good. Otherwise, I've been watching Food Wars.
0: God, I want to join you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Food Wars. (laughs) Put the first season on Netflix, right? Um, Yeah. You guys describe
2: Food Wars because I don't know what Food Wars is. It's an anime about a kid who goes to cooking school and he must become the best cooking school boy that there ever did was. Clearly.
0: Yes. He, yeah. He, he owned a, re- he was in a restaurant with his dad and his, he finds out mysteriously his dad was like one of the greatest chefs in the world or something like that.
4: Of course. And
0: yes. uh, they, he sends, uh, he sent his son to school to learn more about uh, cooking. And he sends him to this elite school where there's this like, you know, of course they, it's, it's, it's it's basically like any, any type of like anime where they send him to like some place and there's like the elite of whatever it is and like there's the pillars and there's like the the top of the top and he and this person in the anime wants to get to the top and beat the people who are at the top so sure. yeah yeah
1: um but uh, it's like well
0: done like do they go into how like really well composition or yeah. like... So, so so here's the thing right for me i'm a big like food show fan right back in the day i was a huge fan of like the iron chef stuff uh Iron starting... chef
3: <laughs> yeah. That's like the OG. <laughs>
0: yeah, so like I I was huge into that, right uh, back in the day the old the old uh, Japanese like iron yeah. chef. Uh, yeah. God, so good like I loved it.
1: When this it would take doesn't... the what was
0: it? was it like a pepper? He would just bite out of a pepper. He would just, yeah would just bite the pepper
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, this show very much in, uh, brings back memories of that. But also is, like, the horniest show in the world. (laughs) Oh, of course. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know if, Jason, like, if you had, like, avoided it watching it for a while. The reason why I never got into it, like, back early when it first started dropping was because, one, I was really interested in the cooking aspect of the show. But I also heard in seen scenes where it's, like, everyone just has orgasms when they try
2: food. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Really? Um... I watched, I started watching Food Wars like when it first came out. You know, I I was younger then, so like, you know, it was hilarious at the time. And it still is funny, like sometimes, but like there are sometimes it's like, oh, that's like clearly like a character designed for the orgasm scene. Yeah. And and at at the time it's like, okay, I really didn't like that, but I'm going to look past that because the rest of it's good. (laughs) Yes, and that's the one Oh, wait, thing. wait, like,
3: it
1: gets that extreme?
2: No, it's just, it's the same joke over and over and over, basically. It's, it's
1: Is it, like, gratuitous, or...? No, it, it sometimes. Doesn't,
0: it doesn't, like, it doesn't show any nudity or anything like that, like that, like, crosses the line like that, but it, like, uh, it was, as far as it goes, it will show, like, um, someone being, like, someone's clothes exploding off and you see like the outline of their body. and like Oh wow.
1: So or, yes, like, gratuitous. Uh, yeah. Gratuitous, you don't see they, the they nip, never, but like,
0: you sure. don't see the nip or the, you don't see any holes or anything like that. But like, yeah, it, it does. It's fan servicey as hell. Yeah. Um,
2: but to, to its credit, it is an equal opportunity thing. Like it's male, it's males and females who all yes, go. Male and it. females, like, yes. It's both sides. They don't play any favorites in that respect but what i really noticed going through it is like every time they have another competition and yeah. they like introduce the judges cuz the judges yes, are the ones yes. that are going to eat the food so it's like okay well you the judges are really just there for the orgasm scene like what what kind of character can we plop into that um, and sometimes it's funny, and then sometimes it's like, eh, mm. yeah, like
0: yeah, they'll, they'll introduce, <laughs> yeah, they'll introduce, like, oh, he's the head chef of this. Oh, he's the he's the head.
2: Uh, but head you know they're the there role. just to fucking orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know then, you know they're there to get the clothes ripped off, and they go, ah. yeah.
0: yeah, and then all of a sudden walks on the on the stage as like a voluptuous woman. It's like, oh ah, okay, that's what. Yeah. They're, yeah okay. Uh-huh, all right. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> but that's yeah. that's not the point of the show. No, it's not. to be fair. Like, cause it is, uh, it's, it's basically a sports anime, but it's about cooking. So like, sure. that is the yeah. focus they do get into it with like, there, there's a lot of love into explaining the ingredients, explaining the dishes, how oh, flavors work together. And, um, and it's like realistic too. It. Like,
1: like there is, uh, there is some level yeah, of these are actual know. things.
0: Um, so, uh, on my side of it, uh, looking at like how they, they, they do kind of separate things a, a little bit too much from realism but at the same time they do show a lot of love and like trying to categorize each one of like the different characters so like there is a like a a, there's one character where where i am right now who is very much into like spices and aroma Mm -hmm. and fragrance Yeah, yeah yeah and uh he like that is very much yeah that's very real but then they also take it one step further where, like, he does all his cooking off a of smell and it's just like, no, really, you need temperatures oh, sure. and this and that. Because like, <laughs> he's got the God knows. Yeah, yeah what that's an that's anime that. thing to do. <laughs> but, <that's laughs> but, so of, but of course, like, you know, they animate, they animate it up. But the dishes and the things that they present, like, are variations mm. of real dishes. Okay, cool. Absolutely make me hungry the entire show. Dude. Um, You will never
2: see better looking food. You will never food,
0: the food, food. the way like they present like the the way that they're going about prepping the the dish, how they approach the dish, and how they create the dish and serving it, like man, up until the fan service moment, it's like, man, this is a fucking great show. Great.
2: (laughs) It makes Um, me want to eat food that I would never try in real life. But like Damn! If you plop that in front of me, I will dig right in because I'm a picky yeah. eater. Are so you a picky like, wow, eater? I am. Huh. Yeah, that's I, wouldn't, I wouldn't assume that. I'm trying to expand my horizons, but um, like you, like you did today. You know, I,
0: I yeah. usually, yeah, <laughs> I
2: usually play it safe and I just stick to what I know. But yeah, like because probably because I've been watching Food Wars. Look, that's why I was looking down like the the Asian food section, right? Because so yeah. I was like. i I was seeing all these dishes come out i'm like okay i really want something of that So, like you know i don't really know what anything any of these are so i'm just gonna pick one and go with it um god damn there's there's parts where there's they sometimes know they're like all the, the the contest there's like a special ingredient that they have to use you know yeah pretty standard and they'll they'll dedicate a lot of time into like like okay i've never used this ingredient before like what am i going to do like how do how do i counteract this so like the example that comes to mind is there's an episode where he's got to make something with bear meat and like f- fuck what does bear meat taste like right um they get really into it. Like how I guess barony like has a really distinct odor that can turn a lot of people off if it's not prepared. Right. Okay. And they get into is that like, real. Have you looked it up? I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah. Know, yeah. Actually. The, know yeah. That, about meat.
0: Yeah. That actually is real. Yes.
2: Um, so and it's got like a gamey taste. So like, how do we work with this? And it's like, do we try to erase that odor or do we try to like weaponize the odor to like mix it with other spices to make it more appealing or something? Um, and that's really interesting. Like all of, a lot of the prep time is yeah um,
0: the, yeah the
2: the, the
0: the the best part of the show is the analyzation and like the characters trying to come up with the dishes prepping the dishes and showing off what they can do with it
4: sure. um
0: is really great so like yeah whenever there's a competition cuz there's competitions galore in this mm-hmm. um yeah they'll have the, the secret ingredient or the theme of the episode and they have to like come up with an approach um with it um that is that are grounded in like you know uh, real culinary you know um ideals so like i i, I enjoy it because you know back in the day i was very much into you know culinary and went went for
2: a little bit to a culinary school so um jelani what's your favorite dish that they've put out so I, know uh,
0: mine. I okay so so far I'm in. Uh, I'm in the second season or second course, as they're calling it. I'm in the middle yeah. of it. I think uh, it's. I just finished the autumn selection or the fall selection, so still uh-huh. early in it. Um, one of my favorite dishes because I I absolutely love curry. Um, curry is one of my favorite dishes, and so when they were doing early on when they did like the curry competition with everybody, um, yeah, I thought uh, the the curry rice inside of an omelet was uh, looked amazing. Um,
2: Oh, yeah, that's what that one was. I was trying to remember when that happened.
0: Yeah, and so, like, it looked really good. Um, The idea of it, I can see it. Um, I've always wanted to try one of those really cool omelets um, where they just, like, split it open. So um, I thought that was really cool. Um, What was your favorite dish?
2: No, for me, I got to give it to the very first dish that they do. And uh, season yeah. episode one. So for context, they're trying to like close down the dude's shop, their their diner, their family diner, and they challenge him to make like a a, a good breakfast dish out of like a pretty a, much a, scrap.
0: A meat a meat dish. A meat I'll dish out
2: of like like they weren't allowed to go get supplies. It was like pretty much scrap what they had, and he ends up making. Like mashed potatoes wrapped in bacon and like slow cooked or something. I don't remember what it was, but it's like they, the the way they describe it is like you they, they they wrap the bacon around the the mashed potatoes and then like as it cooked, like all the bacon juices were like seeping into the potatoes and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. god! And when yeah. it comes out, it's just like this sizzling, just golden perfection of a dish. And it's like, oh my god, I want to eat that so bad. Yeah,
0: and then everyone has an <sighs> orgasm.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: they
2: they made a he just he made a chicken wrap at one point. He's like, that is the best looking chicken wrap I've ever seen in my entire life. You oh, know, yeah, somebody could probably
1: start a very successful YouTube page just recreating the dish. They
2: probably, the dishes. probably do. They probably yeah, are.
0: I've I've seen a few different YouTube channels do uh, different recreations of it. Yeah. That that was that's pretty funny. you know what that chicken one where he went where his restaurant goes up against uh, a chain restaurant of fried chicken was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. So it was good stuff. It was good stuff in the show. Yeah. I recommend it. Try to look past the fanciness of it.
1: <laughs> um, sure.
0: Just the orgasmic parts. I guess they just have to they have to figure out something. But one of my favorite things about the show as well that they do every once in a while when there's a competition and they're presenting dishes. Is that when the chefs, they have to, like, up the kind of, like, kind of, like, contention between the 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 chefs a lot. And so sometimes they'll bring in, like, um, they'll show off, like, different animations. And uh, one of my favorite things that they've done is they showed off, like, uh, animations from other animes as, like, these chefs are battling with each other. Oh, yeah. And so, like, they did, like, a JoJo one where, like... <laughs> They I know have, what you're like, talking about w- one dish battling another dish as like they're they're doing the the Jojo scream
2: you yeah know? The, the food was turned into a stand yeah it was pretty funny
0: or like they'll have like there's one where like these two chefs are battling out and like their their ingredients were like cards and so it was like Yu-Gi-Oh or something like that <laughs> oh
2: yeah
4: yeah yeah
0: that was really good <laughs> and they were just like I have this secret card here my secret ingredient and he pulls out another card out of a secret area and I was like god it's so Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> So, well, it's a great show. It's a good show.
2: Yeah, I'm into um, I'm in season four right now. Uh so okay. I can't wait to um, get there. It's good. It's good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what I've been watching.
0: Yeah, um, that's also what I've been watching. So, uh, that's that's pretty much all I got for you guys, both from what I've been watching. Um, so I guess uh, we will move on to what we're playing, guys. I want to hear what we're all playing. Uh, John,
3: hey. Hey, uh what so what do you playing? I just started uh I started playing uh Red Dead Redemption 2 again. Mm. Yeah, it's been like, you know, like months since I played Red Dead Redemption 2 and uh me watching The Good the Bad the Ugly this weekend, I was like, "Oh man, I feel like a cowboy right now. I want to be a cowboy." <laughs> so, I went back and uh I've basically just been plowing through like the main story uh because I think the reason why I put it down last time because like i was just getting distracted doing like tons of like really like banal stuff mm-hmm. so i was just like you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna like try to keep doing the story and then maybe if i get distracted i'll do that stuff sort of mm-hmm. that's that's been my strategy so far and so far it's been working okay there you go
2: yeah. figuring out time management
3: yeah i suppose even though i really shouldn't <laughs> have to do that cuz i'm just oh. trying to relax
2: oh i have so many options boo
4: oh <laughs>
3: Okay uh, yeah time That's pretty much it. I've been playing a little bit of Smash. I picked up Bowser, which has been interesting. But, what do you uh, mean you picked up Bowser? like I started playing Bowser. I haven't played I remember oh, when I first okay. when, I, when I first started playing Smash Brothers melee, I played Bowser, like that was my favorite character at the time, uh, and I haven't played him like since then, so it's been like years since I really like tried to you know get good at playing Bowser uh. And yeah, it's kind of hard because like uh, you know Bowser's so slow, and uh, you can you can just like like combo that character like all day long, and it's just like uh, sometimes they just like you know will kill me in one string too, like a zero to death, and they'll be like really really annoying. But uh, I've been I've been I've been getting better though at it. Like I I started to learn to lean on his like forward air is really really good. Forward air is really uh, good. Yeah, like it just covers so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kills. Yeah, it's it's really. Did you, uh... it's been,
2: did you look at the, the Did you look at the patch notes, Jones? Oh I did not. Oh yeah, I guess did any did you play Min Min at all, Jason? i played over a bit. Okay. Um my my roommate picked up on her better than I did during okay. like oh, the yeah. early stages. Just so everybody knows, a new
3: char- a new character for Smash came out uh between last podcast and this one. Um yeah. the character Min Min came out.
2: First character of season it. two. Yeah. Min, Min.
3: She Min seems, is. she seems neat, but I don't know. I'm just not. She's not really for me. She's just very weird, very long range. <laughs> I don't know
2: mm-hmm. if I'm into her. She can ledge guard you from the middle of the stage, which is disturbing. Yeah. I but, literally hate it. But I have no really issues against Min Min. Right. I think she's fine. I
3: feel like she can't really edge guard you low, though. Like as long as you go low, she basically like can't do anything. To yeah, edge
2: guard she you can't. Low. Um. I picked up. Well, I didn't really pick them up. But I started playing them again. K rule, Kegel, K rule got a lot of buffs in the last patch. Really? Okay. Yeah.
3: Patch notes.
2: Um, I don't remember like all of them. I know like big ones are like K rule, Pit, Bayonetta got buffed. She really? Feels, she feels more like Smash Four now. Um, Mewtwo got a big buff. And then like some characters just got like Mario and I think Doctor Mario was, like oh increased damage on their final smash or something like great, uh, right? Really cool. Um, so yeah I've actually been playing Smash a bit lately because of that cool yeah Yeah. I'm excited to hear that Mewtwo got
3: some uh, got some buffs because I really like Mewtwo a lot actually
2: yeah kind of transitioned there into what you're playing (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, I mean, um, no, we were already talking what you're playing. Yeah, yeah, we've tr- and we switched from my yeah. what you're oh. playing to your what you're
2: playing. Oh, oh god. Do I, uh, how did I miss that?
3: Yeah. But other, other than that, I haven't really been playing much else.
0: Uh yeah, that's cool. pretty much it. Cool. Uh well, Jason, since you since you started, did you did you have anything else you played?
2: Yeah. Um So I just today, I got a recommendation for a game um on the 4th cuz I was uh with some friends. Uh, and i picked up this game called bug fable on um, the switch oh, uh, okay. it's a neat little game uh it's very much a spiritual successor of paper mario like oh, you will look weird. at it and you will say oh that's paper- you you'll look at it and you'll say that's paper mario but with bugs um oh huh. my god I'm looking at it right now and it's Paper Mario
3: with bugs.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: Like it's like, pretty fun. Like Paper Mario RPG
0: like RPG oh, yeah. like Oh yeah, fuck, same battle system. All right, you got yep. me. You got me. i no, yeah, it up it,
2: it's a like a you know, baseline, it's a completely loyal battle system. They've got a little other extra mechanics in there to kind of spice things up. Uh you know, do their own thing. Um I'm not super far into it. I've only just beaten chapter 1. Um well, I am playing... I, I, you get an option to go into hard mode early, and I, I slapped that puppy on, because I'm like, it can't be that hard. Uh, but I got to the first boss, and man, it was pretty difficult. It took me three tries to beat the first boss, which I think is, you know, something to say, like a credit towards the game. But I think it was mostly because like I had less options, like I'm early levels. Uh, so there were points in times I was like, I don't really know what I can do here. That it's really like optimal, but you know, whatever. It's it's Paper Mario. Just have a good time, you know. And yeah, that's the RPG gonna, that you're not supposed to overthink. Yeah, um, I think this game will be a wonderful diversion until like the next Paper Mario game comes out.
3: Didn't. The didn't it just come out the Paper Mario Origami Is King? It out already? No. Uh, Paper Mario
0: and the Origami King comes out on the 17th. Oh, uh, okay.
2: Oh, this month? Good lord! I thought it yeah, was coming same, out for like a month or so.
0: Yes. Same day. It comes out the same day as Ghost of Tsushima.
2: Oh wow! Okay.
0: So I'll be picking um, up both those.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that's a fun little game. It's 25 bucks. Uh, digital only because it's an indie game, but. Uh, try it out.
0: Yeah, you sold me, man. Right away, you sold me.
2: I, I mean, wait. it's Paper Mario, but with bugs. That's yeah. I point.
0: absolutely love Paper Mario, and so I was. I'm super excited for Origami King or Origami whatever. Um, but this one, yeah, I you got it. Me. I think you got it right.
2: Um, yeah. let's see. What else I've been playing? I finally got around to playing this little tabletop game I have called Epic Roll. Um, I've had it for probably like a year and a half now, and we finally got a game in with it. Nice. Very simple. Very quick to learn. Um, not much to say about it, to be honest. Like It's got some interesting stuff going on. You're going down a board. You're battling monsters. Um, you, If you win when you defeat the Lich at the end. I did end up winning, and I didn't think I was going to. Because uh, a lot of it's more, like luck-based. You're rolling dice for like, combat. Um, and it's just a weird turn of events meant that I somehow came back from behind. Uh, but there's not much else to say about it beyond that. It's simple, it's quick. I'll pick it up, I guess, if you're looking for a simple quick game. <sighs> I had another game that I played, and I was thinking about it like 10 minutes ago. Um, Borderlands! Hmm. I finally got to play one of the Borderlands DLCs. I have, there's three out now, and I haven't played any of them. But the other day, me and my roommate, he keep his p s four out, and we just played him, and we just cranked out the newest d l c It was pretty fun. um, I thought there was there was news I didn't look too far into it, but there was news that like d l c featuring my favorite character from the last game was gonna be coming, so I thought that was this d l c um it wasn't turns out that's the next d l c that I think i supposedly the last one um, but and then this one. The the first two that came out, they both featured returning characters that you could play as in the old games. Cause like in the in the base Borderlands 3 game, not a whole lot of the old characters show up. So everyone's like, oh, they'll probably show up in the DLC. Um and they have. But then this third one was a cast of completely original characters. They were okay. Um it's very much a western. Like a a rootin' tootin' shootin' western kind of setting, but they mix that with like a like an Asian Japanese architecture uh, vibe, hmm. and like it works pretty well. There's a whole scene in a bathhouse because, of course, you got to have the bathhouse episode, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. There's a there's a there's a mission in there where I don't remember his name, but he's like the Lord of the Bath gang. And he's just, guys, he's so good at taking baths. You don't understand. <laughs> uh, and it's a problem. I don't remember why, but you have to try and like stop him. He's taking a bath. He's feeling too relaxed. We have to try to up the ante. So we, you go around and you find a bunch of bath soaps. And like bath salts and stuff, and you like you just keep cranking up his bath, and like all oh, the whole time he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so relaxed right now. This feels great." <laughs> There's like bubbles spilling out from the door and shit. Um, I thought that was pretty fun, but overall, it like it was it was a, an okay experience. I'm looking forward to the next one because that's going to be my guy. But uh, man, split screen, Borderlands three on the same console. Uh, even now (laughs) struggles a lot we had the game crash the game crashed once and then like it's like if one character tries to go on the menu like the game really has to think about that for like 30 seconds and it's like (laughs) oh you could do a game (laughs) Um, and usually it gets there but we did have a crash so that's uh i don't know if that's a ps4 thing or the, the the game itself but man could be better
4: Okay, really cool.
2: That's just about what I've been playing.
0: All right. Antonio, I'm ready to hear about what you've been playing this week.
2: I haven't played anything
0: next.
1: No, I'm kidding. Um, Um, I uh, have played two things. So on Saturdays, me and a couple of friends, some real close friends of mine, we get together um, at uh, the new – so we get together at at La, La Finca Coffee. Uh, and we have some coffee in the morning, but the place that opened up next door, uh, where the old 42 alehouse house used to be, uh, that place, um, is like a brewery now. And one of my friends that, um, that I hang out with is friends with those guys, the, with the owner of that place. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, he has let us, um, because they're not open until like noon, but they are letting us uh, hang out in their patio, with the, the, you know, like the patio of uh, the old 42. And, uh, and so we've been playing Warhammer there. So there's a, there's a new edition of Warhammer coming out in a couple of weeks. Um, and like ninth, Warhammer ninth edition is coming out. Oh god! And so the, uh, the ninth edition rules are already officially out. Like they're a free PDF that you can download off the site. And so we decided uh, this last week to uh, try out the new rules, and they were super fun. Um, we we have been playing small games. Um, they are twenty five power level games, which means uh, so the way that um, it, I mean, uh, so twenty five power level is is like the size, I guess. And then the 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 forced organization that the forced organization that we're doing is one called um, a patrol detachment. Which um, so like in in Warhammer, the way that it works for everybody who doesn't know is that uh, your army has to fit a certain force organization in order for it to be, you know, like a legal army. And uh, there are different sizes and there are different uh, kind of like roles for different organizations or force organizations uh the ones um the one that we were playing is is one called a patrol detachment which really is just the smallest of the regular um force sizes and um and so that requires at least one uh HQ unit which is uh your like a like a commander and at least one troop unit uh, which can be, you know, like, as long as it's a troop choice, it, it, it could be at least one. Uh, and then there's other options. You can make them bigger or smaller. So that's that's the force organization that we're going with. And then the power level, that's how many points worth of stuff you can bring. So so the way that Warhammer works is that you, you really are keeping track of two things. You're keeping track of how much you're bringing and making sure that it fits within, a, um, uh, like, a, a force org. And so we played 25 power level games, which are very small, uh, and we're, uh, we played um, uh, patrol detachments, which are very small, and uh, we were able to get in a lot of games. So there was, I think, how many of us? I think like seven of us showed up, and uh, we really just, um, uh, I, I mean, I played two games, and uh, and I could I could have played more, you know. Uh I just yeah, you know, I was also watching games. Uh and it was a blast. Um I i I won my first game uh handedly. Um the guy I knew I was gonna play one guy specifically right off the bat, and he likes to bring um really uh like aggressive lists uh full of tanks. And we were playing in a small game, but I still was sure that this dude was gonna bring a tank. Like even though he would have had only, he would have only had space to bring one tank um, and then nothing else. I still thought that this dude was going to be a fucking asshole and bring a tank. So I made an anti-tank list expecting to play a really aggressive tank list. And he didn't bring tanks. He brought um, just regular Imperial Guard, uh, which, are, yeah, which are like, like the humans oh, for those of you who, know, who don't know. And I brought um really heavy Psyker Chaos Space Marines. Um for those of you out there who know the lore, those they are called Thousand Sons, that's my main army that I play. And um uh I ripped right through him. Like I felt really bad. Uh I didn't feel so bad because he usually rips right through everybody with his tanks. So it was kind of like <laughs> he got his comeuppance. But um, but he uh, he put down a bunch of regular dudes, and he was trying to make his way up the field. And in one, like on turn one, I I just completely deleted one of his like. So like the way that Imperial Guard works is that they have a lot; they their strength are strength numbers. Um, and then he brought some units called Bulgrins, which are like giant ogre type. Oh, type.
3: I love
2: Bulgrins! Yeah, they're 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 yeah. tough. Did he do Fucking. the wall? What? Did he do the wall? No, I don't know. I don't know what do you oh, mean. That's my stra- my the my strat, my favorite strat there's a formation with the bully grins where if you have like them lined up so like basically they're linking their shields together like oh sure any yeah. unit behind them gets like a fucking 2 plus like cover save or something. Yeah, it's insane. Right, yeah. I love it. So uh
1: so Bullgrins, uh they've got a shield which makes them very hard to hurt and they've also got this giant billy club like they don't have any really range damage. But they've got a world of hurt as far as far as melee, and they uh, are hard to hit because of their um, their shields. So, so you don't want to get into melee with them. But I don't really get into melee. In fact, my army doesn't really do melee, and it doesn't doesn't really do shooting. I focus just on psychic abilities, which is very rare in Warhammer. You you. Uh, there are very few armies and factions that have really anything going on as far as psychic. My army specifically is the one top tier psychic army because uh, I don't. I'm I'm not a huge fan of shooting. I'm not a huge fan of melee. I just want to fucking I want to blow you up with mortal wounds, which sounds really cheap and it is. So um so th- there's a, a squad of imperial guard shielding the bulgrins the bulgrins and the imperial guard are trying to make their way up the field to engage my two psyker units by the way for for um for reference my entire entire arm uh, army that i brought consisted of seven models it was a squad of space marines uh, which were five of them and then my uh two hq units a sorcerer and terminator armor and armon which is a named sorcerer uh the, he was trying to engage my bol- my uh two sorcerers with his Bulgrins, and so he sent a squad of imperial guard in front of them to def- to um to block my psychic attacks hopefully um <clears throat> until the Bulgrins got near me and failed at that um i i had initiative i ripped right through that entire squad of of uh imperial guard with one psychic volley uh i killed one of his Bulgrins and got hit another one of his bulgrins down to one uh, wound in that same psychic volley And um, he did close the gap eventually. Um, He had uh, very, like, he just had the one Bulgren at at full health. They killed Aramon, my named hero, but he wasn't my warlord. And then my warlord just ripped through everything else. And so the game was pretty much over turn three, Um, which was was fun. And then I was, was riding a high from that. (laughs) <laughs> and there was there was a there was another player who was playing adeptus custodians, which are kind of like space marines but on steroids. They're like um they're golden space marines that are the the personal guard of the emperor of mankind. So they're like scary boys, you know. They you he had um four models on the table. It was or five models on the table. It was five custodians and a contemptor dreadnought, um a venerable contemptor. Which or by the way, contemptor dreadnoughts, um are are space marines that have fallen in battle, they take their upper halves and put them in like entomb them forever in these massive space marine armor. And um and they're fucking terrifying. Anyway, so they're hard to shoot at, they're hard to um they're hard to engage in melee. You don't want to do either with with these things. Uh if you shoot at them, they're not gonna really take hits and they're gonna shoot you off the, off the board. And uh, don't get into melee with them because they're fucking monsters. They're gladiators. All of them, you know, like they'll take on space marines. They'll take on primarchs. It's it's a very scary unit. And so, again, I was confident. He now by the time he and I played, he had played three games and won all three of his games. So he was also riding high and I was like real casually. I was just like, hey, man, let's let's, you know, let's play a game. And he says to me, I think I'm going to lose against you. And I said, I think you're going to lose against me too. And we play a game, and I very, like, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm going to sweep up. I killed three of his custodians in my first psychic volley, which, like, immediately I was just like, yeah, this was was a a wash for him, too bad. But I couldn't do anything (laughs) else. The those three custodians died, and it was pretty it was pretty hard for him because any loss of custodians is like a huge loss for the player who's playing them. But his Contemptor Dreadnought closed the distance in one turn. The claw on a Contemptor Dreadnought is literally there to break through tanks, and it made very short work of my of my sorcerer. Um, uh, cut right through, engaged my sorcerer and Terminator, and killed the fuck out of him. And then the one other custodian that he had ripped the shit out of my squad of Space Marines, of Chaos Space Marines. And so that was that. I got I got fucking wrecked. I thought I was doing really good because I killed three of his custodians and one psychic volley, but that's literally all I did to him. The rest was just a massacre on my end. So... So those, those were really fun uh, matches. Uh, those were the only two matches that I played. We had plenty of time to play more. Uh, really looking forward to the Saturday so that I can play some more games. Uh, the I'm working on a new army. I'm about to start a Necron army. And um, I'm really excited to have Necrons. The new uh, Necron models that are coming out with 9th edition look phenomenal.
2: They really knocked it out of the park with these models. And sure. so um, – oh, go ahead. Um, can I ask, with the the ninth, ninth edition, is it just going to be like an overall rules change, or are they going to be bringing out new like racial like units and everything, like the the new books for each race? So uh, they will have new ninth edition codexes for everything, but
1: okay. uh, they they're not they're not coming out anytime soon. I think uh, the first of them start coming out next month, um, and and that's I think it's two of them, just uh, the Necrons and the Space Marines, the ones that are coming out with. Um, with uh like the box the because the new the new box is going to be chaos or uh space marines and necrons so they're going to have their codexes and then we won't see codexes for a long time um so eighth edition codexes are going to work and there's uh like a big like crossover event called the psychic awakening those supplements are really kind of what what people are using and then with the launch of the game there's also going to be the new uh the the new rulebook obviously but they're also going to be um a new chapter approved which is kind of like rules updates for all of the armies so that you can start playing ninth edition games with all your existing stuff. Hmm. Um, So that's, so that's going to be really fun. Uh, And, and I'm already looking forward to next week. I don't know if I'm going to bring thousand suns or if I'm already going to have some Necrons ready. Uh, But, but these, these small 25 power level games are super easy to get into. You, you really don't need much in, in the way of, um, in the way of models. It's not uh, like what you traditionally think of when you think of 40 K where you're, running in with hundred and fifty models on the table. I literally um I literally played a game with, with uh with seven models, you know, like that was that was it. And mm-hmm. so uh these, these quicker games are just fun to play and so it's made Saturdays pretty cool. So that's what I did on Saturday. That's that's one of the games that I'm playing. And then the other game that I've been playing, I don't know if you guys know this, but I've been playing a game called Terraria. You guys, never are you guys heard aware of, of Terraria? Never heard of it. So, I've been playing this game called Terraria, and I've really been playing this fucking game. So, um, I am now 912 hours into this game. Oh, whoa!
2: (laughs) How Uh, much of that is the new DLC, do you know? the new dlc
1: oh, i have DLC. put in yeah the, the the new edition the new patch yeah i have put in right um so i was at uh i, I think i've put in maybe 80 hours now Oof, in, okay. into the into Oof. the new edition cuz i was at like 840 um at like maybe 830 when uh the new edition dropped and i am at uh 912 now so right around 80 hours i put in um, I... Last time I talked to you guys, I had beaten all three of the mechanical bosses. The jungle was next. Uh, <laughs> in this last week, I have beaten the jungle. So, I beat Plantera, and I've beaten the Temple column. Uh, both of them were tough, uh, required making enormous arenas in the jungle. Uh, finding the temple was difficult. Uh, exploring the dungeon after Plantera. So, so this game work, works on like um like kind of like achievement up up um like uh every time you 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 do a thing it unlocks other things. So you can explore pretty much any part of the map that you want at any moment, but um certain things don't start happening until you do certain things. So for instance, uh in hard mode you don't really um you don't you don't uh encounter the really ugly bad things in the dungeon until you beat Plantera. And and the bad things in the dungeon are really cool because um they they drop really amazing um like uh loot. There's there's really great like like this game is all about loot. And 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 you start getting some of that really awesome loot uh when you start fighting some really cool bad guys. And those bad guys don't start spawning until you do certain things. So beating Plantera was a big a big deal. Because the moment you beat Plantera, the dungeon kind of wakes up and you start uh you're able to like really go in there and start killing some some wild shit and finding some really great um some like not end game, but like mid game for sure loot now. I all I have left before I'm done with the game is the moon lord stuff. So um Like the lunar, the lunar bad guys. Uh, The only things left on my docket are now um, the lunatic cultist, which I tried to fight, and he destroyed the shit out of me. He ripped right through me like tissue paper, so I'm not there yet, (laughs) clearly. And then after that, the four moon pillars appear, and those are their own fucking mess. And then the only thing I have left after that is the moon lord. And then I'm done. Then the game is over for me. Uh, I expect now, now I'm not, like I said, I say this every week and, and, and even though it kind of seems like I'm, I'm going pretty fast with it, I have played about 80 hours and you know, like I'm, I'm still maybe another 40 hours left of the game. Um, I don't, uh, I'm not rushing to finish the game right now. What I'm doing is I'm, is I'm fishing part of the, um, the, uh, I am almost done with every achievement in the game. I think I have 80 out of 84 achievements. And one of the achievements that is going to be an, an incredible pain in my ass to get is the, uh, the fisherman achievement, the angler achievement. Because those, um, I have to perform 200 fishing quests to get that achievement. And I think I have maybe 80. Uh, so, so, like, literally right now, this second, right now as I'm talking to you, I'm doing fishing. Uh, quests for this guy um, <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> because, because uh, it, 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 they don't it, un, what the, the problem, the reason that they take so long is because you can only do one fishing achievement a day so yeah, um, yeah. and the day and night cycle I think is like 15 minutes so you can only do one fishing quest every 15 minutes and that's like annoying because you need to do 200 of them but wow. The, uh, I, do, I am, like, like I said, I'm, I'm like 80 in, and, and they, they accumulate. I just never did a ton of fishing, you know, like even just generally. There are four fishing uh, achievements. There's one for doing one, then there's one for doing 10, there's one for doing 25, then there's one for doing 200. So, like, uh, like it just shoots up. Yeah, and yeah. Um, now we'll the cool like thing... Fishing. Yeah, right. Now, the cool thing about doing fishing quests is that there is um, there is one thing that the fisherman gives you that i really want right now actually there's three things but it lets you get one thing uh and that is the the fisherman tools so uh so the so in this game um you can grab accessories and those accessories uh allow you to do a million different things uh but some of them are informational accessories and when you collect uh, a certain amount of them There's a mechanic. There's a crafting mechanic that you do at a thing called the Tinker's Workshop, where you can take um, uh, accessories and combine them into one more powerful accessory. Uh, And and there are some accessories that have like this like really elaborate uh, tree of things, where like uh, if you if you take this this and this, you can make this, and then you can combine that with another one, and then you combine that with a couple more, and like like it really gets. Like it can get very fucking intense. Um, the the one that I'm building right now takes um, three times four times four. Like it, it takes like something like twenty six different accessories, and I'm down to only needing one more accessory to complete it. And and that's like that's intense. Like like the um the the thing that I'm trying to build right now is called the cell phone, and it's exactly it's called- what you- yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. It is literally a cell phone. Now it will it'll do the job of all of the different accessories that I found so far, uh, and that like I said, it's twenty six different things. So like it's it, it gives you a ton of information to place displays it all on the side of the board. It'll tell you like it'll tell you what time it is, what phase of the moon it is, what your current fishing power is, um, if there's any uh, rare resources around, if there's any rare enemies around, your kill count for the enemy that you just killed. The, uh, the miles per hour of the wind, the miles per hour that you're moving, how much damage per second you're doing, you know, where you are in relation to the center of the screen. Like, it, it displays all this information. Uh, and it allows you to teleport to home, and it's a really awesome accessory to have, and I love it. But you have to find so many hidden things in the world in order to make this thing. So um, it's it's not easy to get it's one of the hardest things in the in the game to to make or get and i'm really close to getting it i literally like i said have one accessory left and it's a fisherman accessory and he just gives it to you randomly uh the the, the problem with the fisherman well i mean the thing about the fisherman that i guess makes uh fishing less monotonous is that he has like 40 different things that he can give you and sometimes he doesn't give you shit so like you're doing I don't know hundreds of of fishing quests for this guy and you never know what you're going to get from him and uh so far he's he's supposed to give me three different accessories that I need and he's given me two thankfully so I'm I'm just kind of down to the last one and hopefully that'll you know keep me entertained while I fish um and there's also a bunch of different uh fishing locations you know like right now I'm fishing in honey cuz the fish that I need that he wants me to catch is a uh, fish that's located literally inside like you have to fish in, inside a pool of honey uh so you have to find an underground pool of honey in the underground uh, forest and and fish that honey.
4: Yeah,
1: as you do. As you do. And so uh uh so that's yeah, that's what I've been doing. I'm taking my time with it. I'm doing a lot of fishing quests. I uh I did a lot more work in my um oh, right away. There it is. I did I did a lot more work in my town. My town has um has uh, a bunch of npcs living in it and i i for the first time have like semi cared what it looks like because generally speaking i don't really care what my town looks like i just kind of build what end up being effectively prisons for my npcs but this time because it was my last build and i really wanted to do something special with it i decided i was going to take a little bit more time and like really build out my my town and not only did i build i mean the, the, their their houses are still kind of lackluster but Not only did I um, build them all semi-decent houses, um, I also uh, built it so that in between the houses in the background, I, I made it look like there were other buildings back there by using walls, like clever wall placement. And so my town actually kind of looks like a tiny little town, which is cute. I've never cared like that about my NPC town. Uh, but like I said, this is it's just because you know, this is the last time I'll ever play this game. You know, I don't I, I'm I'm really not planning unless, you know, they suddenly go, psych, you know, we said that this is gonna be the last one, but here's an Yeah. Then uh then maybe I'll jump back into it. But I really am treating this like the last time I'll ever play this game and because I love this game and it's been such a like a part of my life, I'm I'm trying to make the most of these last uh these last few, you know, run throughs and trying to maybe maybe get all the things I hadn't gotten before and just taking my time with it a little bit. But yeah, I'm almost done. I have um, I have effectively three bosses left. Nice. Cool. And that's it. Very cool. Very
4: that's cool.
0: Fantastic. Uh, for jump, I guess that's me. Uh, jumping over to me, uh, I haven't uh, jumped into anything new this week. It's been going into old stuff um, that I have. Uh you know, uh, revisited some Final Fantasy Remake for a little bit, jump around in the world a little bit, some of the things I didn't complete. Um, uh, the Let's see what else do I do. I, I jumped into the Sega, Sega Genesis collections played the Vector Man. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, pretty much right now is just I'm kind of in between. I'm delaying some time because I'm... Couple, we're a couple weeks away from Ghosts of uh, tushima and
1: uh, what is that? Favorite
0: Ghost of tushima is a yeah. samurai uh, open world samurai game that's coming to PlayStation. Um, it is. Um, it looks very well done. Um, I'm excited about it. Uh, me, I'm a big samurai fan, um, big uh, Kuroko Sawa fan, so um, it seems right up my alley. So. Um, yeah, so they've been building up to that for a little while, so I'm pretty excited about it finally getting released. Um, and then, of course, I'm excited for Paper Mario, so I have plenty of games to talk about. I haven't jumped back into some VR stuff because it's listen, guys, it just takes a lot to set up this VR helmet. So, um, so I kind of just been like,
4: oh, I'm just gonna throw and uh, put something something old on,
0: you know. So, um, yeah, that's all I've been really playing. So, and then you know, that's about it good stuff uh let's move over right. to our next segment then let's get over to topics 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 of the week um who's got a topic for this week john jason, i've got any a topic topics?
2: for this week cool
0: jason what you got
2: um, um evo's canceled oh yes. yeah that's
0: right evo is canceled isn't
2: it um, Yeah. big shakeups in the fighting game community as of late Uh, I don't know how close you guys have been following the stuff. Uh, I haven't been following insanely closely, but I've been checking in. Evo has been canceled, which is a bummer. It was already online only. Uh, And what happened is the, the guy in charge, God, what was his name? Joey. He's been outed as like an abuser. He's been taking advantage of the system. Um, I'm not going to get into the specific details. I don't know a lot of the specific details, but what is cool is that like he's been outed. He admitted it, um, and they've already replaced them. Like within a span of like twelve hours from when like shit was going down, like the the Evo committee, whatever you want to call them, like they kind of handle the business pretty quick. Uh, there's two other guys who have been. Very involved with the Evo, like at, at a grand scale. And I'm pretty sure one of them have taken over now, um, and the, the 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 old guy he's gone. He's he's not involved anymore. So hopefully Evo is coming back next year, um, probably rebranded. I don't know what Evo bit. is. Can you can you? Give Evo was the of the largest fighting game tournament in the world. Oh, uh, where, where's it held? Is it Las Vegas? Okay, cool. Um, it happens every year. Um, it's a variety of different games, usually the usually like the big triple A fighting games that are out at the time. Um this because this year, uh but, you know, COVID and everything, it made everything online. It was weird. And I think it's a real shame that Evo was cancelled this year because uh some like lesser known games have like gotten a chance to were, were going to be displayed at Evo. Uh at least for me, namely it was Killer Instinct and them fighting herds were going to be featured wait
1: killer instinct uh, is a lesser known fighting game
2: uh well i guess i wouldn't tell it lesser known but it, it hasn't been at evo for a while now because ki came out in 2012 um oh. so it's old at this point sure um but even despite that ki is still like one of the best games out there right now it's just didn't get the spotlight so i was really looking forward to watching ki evo stuff uh God, what a shame that it's not going to be there. But mm. a lot of necessary changes are happening in the top brass, so it's like good, I guess. Just what a bummer. Um, and on a related topic, John, you may or may not know about this. Have you seen the 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 Smash community hubbub? Uh no, I haven't actually. What's oh, deal? oh boy, uh, a lot of top players have been ousted as sexual abusers.
4: Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like a lot. Uh, it's been, it's been a lot of, pretty much a lot of it's coming sourced around a player named captain Zach, who is, I don't know how old he is now, but at the time of everything that's been going on, he was 14 or 15. And Captain Zack is, at the time, when Smash 4, late Smash 4, when Bayonetta was around, he was the best Bayonetta player in the world, with Bayonetta being the best character in the game. Uh, so he was big news for a while. And obviously being underage at the time, a lot of sources have come out, a lot of allegations have come out, a lot of facts have come out. Uh, so some big players have been ousted, but the, 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 the main one was Nairo. Nairo is at the source of a, a lot of this controversy. Um, And Nairo is a very well-known player Uh, He's been around forever So it's It's really A crazy time to be a fighting game Fan
3: Wait, so what happened exactly? Was Nairo, like, uh, he was doing Like, uh, sexual misconduct With uh, this Captain Zack character Or, like, what was the deal?
2: From what I know, they were rooming together At the time, because people at the Tournaments, the power players, they get mad up with rooms because that's just what you got to do um and from what i've seen it was he he convinced captain zach to perform sexual favors on him uh despite his age yeah uh, and then like wow. yeah big yikes um and there's there's been a lot of talk about how like a lot of underage players you know a lot, i don't know like the names but you know just a, pretty much a blanket statement like there's been a lot of history of abuse like kind of behind the scenes in that kind of world yeah. um And there's been a, like, you know, just now we're finally getting some, some uproar about it, uh, and making some waves and kind of clearing out the trash. So that's, it's, it's a good thing overall that like a lot of these changes are being made. Um, but man, what a, what a time, like people watched for a long time and it's like, oh, you were a piece of shit this whole time. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to feel about that. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm not personally affected in any way, but... I know... That's I know ESAM is safe. ESAM is a good boy, from what I've heard, and didn't get into any trouble. Uh, I think Zero got in trouble, too, but that might just be a rumor. But, well, uh,
3: it's because ESAM doesn't have any hair. Yeah? That, that's the keys. you just don't have hair.
2: All evil lies in your hair.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I have I have a lot of hair, guys.
3: <laughs> oh, I was,
2: checking, I was oh, going boy. around, I was hopping around the channels in a bit, like I wanted to see like who has been talking about this. Uh, I know, like I've been subscribed to Zero for a while. He hasn't put anything out for days which he's usually uploads every day. So I don't know. Um, the only pro player I've seen that's really come out and talked about this was Leffen, uh, and Leffen. I don't remember how involved he was. There was, I don't think there were serious allegations against him. Uh, is that he, what he, is
1: going on with uh no with Dr. Disrespect? That's not that's not the same shit. That's
2: a whole different thing. I have no idea what happened with Dr. Disrespect. Nobody does. Yeah. There's been like no yeah. official. Is there still no news on that? That's
1: yeah. crazy. Yeah. Everybody's just saying it's a big thing and we can't talk about it. Mm. Like it's like uh like I guess the the weight is too serious for anybody
2: to talk about it. Wow. Which
1: like, yeah. which I think is like
2: okay. I've like, known about him. I was never into him, I didn't yeah, like same, same mullet thing. I don't he even know what's going on.
3: Yeah. I don't I, know what he plays. I don't even know who that is. Who's Doctor Disrespect?
2: He's a Twitch Doctor, streamer that like one of the, the t- Twitch streamers
3: in the
4: world.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I saw the footage of like when he got cut off. Like when it was yeah. happening, he was playing yeah. Roblox. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what the kind of stuff he does. I guess. Uh, but yeah, yeah, big. uh it really feels like just riding the wave of 2020 with these big shakeups going on.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's good that they're trying to sort suss this mm-hmm. stuff out, you know, so mm-hmm. just everybody got to be good to each other, you know, that's going to do, you know, but at the same time, yeah, it's good that they're taking steps to handle that stuff. Um, because yeah, it's not good that that stuff's happening. So yeah. Um. All right uh and uh john you got a topic uh
3: i was thinking of one but then i got distracted um yeah (laughs) by the big news yeah by the big news um i guess i could uh what what do you think is gonna happen with evo now though like do you think that like uh no that's not the question i was wanting to ask (laughs) <laughs> My question is like, is Evo is Evo like a company or are they like a for like a non-profit like organization that just organizes this this uh, tournament every year
2: I mean Evo's just the name of the tournament um, I know there's like an Evo committee um, but I, I I can't I won't lay claim to know a lot about the, the inner workings of Evo
0: I'm sh- I'm sure they're like a business. I'm sure I'm sure that they're making money handle or fist overviews views and stuff like that Yeah,
2: they event. they definitely profit from it big okay. time. Okay. So um,
0: I also know like, and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: I also know that like the actual event itself with a lot of the workers that are there that like help organize and like actually run the tournament, a lot of them do it uh non profit. Like they don't make money off of doing that. Gotcha, um, okay. But like I'm sure, like the the name Evo is probably trademarked, uh, you know, and whatnot. And I'm sure it'll just be rebranded as like something else. Like a an announcement like Evo is back as blank. Because um, now there's like a whole stigma around it. There's they definitely kind of need to get away from the name. Right. But we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Cool. Uh, John, was that your topic? <laughs> uh I'll come back to me. Alright, <laughs> all right. Antonio, right. you, you got something? Um, yeah, yeah, I do actually.
1: So, um, next convention season, right? Because yeah. uh COVID is kind of kicking our asses right now. Even now, like things are still getting mm-hmm. bad. But let's assume that uh we might be able to do conventions next year next year. Do you g- you guys all do cons, right? Or John, maybe you you don't, but Jason and Jelani, I mean, I- you guys do cons.
3: I used to go to cons a lot, but lately I haven't been going so much.
1: Which is your, your the, the convention that you really fucking hope comes back next year the most, and why?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I can automatically jump on this one, because I I do cons uh, nonstop if I can. Yeah,
4: you're like the con um, guy.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm the con guy. We do interviews here at Pop Samurai when we can. Um, yeah, the biggest one is Gen Con uh mm-hmm. gen con is uh probably my favorite convention that i've been to um it's it's just a great feel going to that convention um walking the halls seeing everybody just like want to play together um seeing all the cool new tabletop stuff that's coming out for the board games or rpg stuff um getting this, just getting a chance to walk through and see like all the cool stuff they got there um it's it's a great like it's one of those conventions that is so large that, like, even if you were there the entire time that you are the, the entire time Gen Con ran, very, there's a very slim chance that you would see everything, sure, right? Yeah. But, you know, because there's there, there's not only just the convention center, but also the hotels surrounding the convention center that hold all this stuff at the same time. And it's just, like, going there and just, like, hanging out with people who like the same stuff you do if you're into this community. And it's just, it's one of those cons that I'm I was for everything that that it is like with tabletop and being in close proximity with each other like it's one of those cons that like i really hope comes back um in a normal way because i you know it going to these cons you you need to like be able to play games and you know touch these pieces yeah that's kind of the whole point right (laughs) yeah and so i don't know how you would be able to do it any other way but uh yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like i really hope this con comes back because it was it is i've i've had like the best time going to this con and it just goes 24 hours a day um of just cool tabletop stuff to play um close second for here in milwaukee i just i do have a soft spot for anime milwaukee here um it's just a fun little con to go to but otherwise my big one is that gen con so yeah that's mine what about you jason
2: um, I mean, for purely selfish reasons, uh I have to say Gen con too. I've never been to Gen Con, but I was supposed to go to Gen con this year like i my sister as a Christmas gift, she bought me a ticket to Gen Con for the oh, whole boy, the whole yeah, um yeah. I like I still have that ticket it's just it's like they just said, bring it next year,
4: um, sure,
2: yeah. or like whenever it's up again, like it'll still be a valid ticket um but like i mean jelani was just gushing about it i've heard about gen con before like you know it's it's a big deal and i really wanted to go um so like pretty much purely for that reason like that's gen con for me like i i go to other cons but like those cons are usually just like me hanging out with friends and like drinking for like three days Um, (laughs) so it's not like they're like priority things for me like this fuck Amke anime milwaukee Uh, i go to Asen and down in rosemont chicago whatever oh Uh,
1: Asen, uh was a was a big one i was supposed to go to that this year uh,
2: yeah i've been to Asen four or five times uh fucking daisho con up into kalahari that's a fun one but like i don't really go there for the con experience anymore i just go there for the the kicks Gen Con. Gen Con was, I was really looking forward to because it's like a big, big event.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was hoping to get down there and just like, whoever was going, just like have days where we just go around and just like get into demos of stuff and sit down and play with stuff. Like,
3: it's just a great time. Mm hmm. Is it an acronym for a convention or is that like the name of the convention? I
2: think it's just Anime Anime Central. Um, God, I don't remember what the "e" and the N stand for, but it's Anime Central. Well, I think
0: it's just I think it's just sort short for Anime Central.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh, might be. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because Amki is Anime Milwaukee, right? That yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I go to Anime Midwest uh, every few years or so, and that one's always super duper fun.
2: I haven't been to that one.
3: It's pretty good. It's, it's also kind of like in the Rosemont area as well.
2: Okay. Um, anyone been to Dragon Con? No. No,
3: I've, I've heard I've heard no. good things about Dragon Con.
2: No yeah, much. I've I've heard nothing but wildness from Dragon Con. Like I've got a friend who always tells me I should go. like, because it's it's eighteen plus I hear, so like it's it's the party con if like you are down to party. Um, sounds awesome. They they have battle bots there, like just a full scale legit battle bots. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah I, hope uh, it, yeah I just want to go to every con i can you know like i love cons a lot uh you know the the super big ones on the east and west coast interest me but i haven't been to those very often i went to new york comic-con once um mm. pretty oh. cool very cool uh it, it's a gr- cool like event place to go to um i would love to go with you know friends and stuff like that but uh other than that like yeah i just want to go to as many as i can so but yeah how about
1: you john which uh which one
0: um what's your what's your
1: what's your i can't wait to go to this con next year con
3: i mean i i like am key also and in milwaukee and then just yeah just uh i midwest I think I'm definitely gonna go. Like I've sort of skipped the past few years, but like this year, just since I've been, you know, cooped up, it'd be really nice to actually mm-hmm. go to a place. You yeah, know? yeah,
2: yeah. Thankfully, like before everything started this year, like in February, I went to Amkey. Like that was right before everything. And I'm, I'm right. very glad that I got a chance to do that because it's a good time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I should give a shout out. Like a uh, soft spot for me and Jason, I think, is HoleCon. I think HoleCon. That's uh Game Hall
2: con's a good time.
0: Just it's just a chill environment to just go and just yeah. sit around and play games.
2: Meet the developers. It's a good time. Yeah. Good stuff.
1: For me it's uh it's also Gen Con. Uh I was gonna <laughs> go to Gen Con for the first time in my life this year. Yeah. Uh, well the first time since I got moved out of um out of Milwaukee. And uh and so you know, effectively all my life and the um like i was gonna stay at a really nice hotel the hotel was already uh, you know like put aside i was i was uh yeah i had already asked for the days you know like this was gonna happen i was really excited about it because i missed it last year and i was super excited to go last year um and you know like even more so i'm excited now because uh like i've actually got like a tabletop game that i want to play there and demo and like be like literally a part of the community and um. And so, yeah, man, I can't wait. Gen Con just seems kind of like uh, like a, a confluence of a lot of things that, you know, all of us are into. And a lot of friends of mine go to it. And it just kind of seems like, I don't know, like for a couple of days, you just, you get to really enjoy, I don't know, nerddom in a way that, that you don't really get too often. Yeah, so I'm super yeah. excited about it. A celebration. It's a celebration. Yeah.
4: Good topic. Good influence, you
1: might say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good stuff. Good topic, Antonio.
4: All right,
0: thanks cool. John, did you come up with them?
3: Last yeah, time? I, I do actually. Uh so, so riding on the back of Antonio's topic. Uh, do you mm-hmm. guys have any good con stories at all? Con
0: stories.
3: Uh, just so, about anything
1: during a con So so I don't I haven't gone to enough I cons know. to have, I have any know. like memorable con stories, mm-hmm. but uh when I went to the um Midwestern Gaming Classic. Huh? Uh, The Midwest Gaming Classic, I think that's what it's called. The one that's like, it's here, like downtown Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that one's fun
2: too. I've been to that one.
1: Uh, That one was really cool. I spent entirely too much time, because there's there's one room where they just have like hundreds, maybe a thousand TVs. And it's just like every system that you could ever think to play uh, and every game that you could ever want to play. And one of them had uh, GoldenEye. And I just stood there playing Golden
2: Eye for entirely too long. I thought that was really fun. Every count has a game room. They're always stinky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, last time I went to Die Show, which is the one in, at the Kalahari, uh, I want to say two or three years ago, we were drinking for a while, and a friend of mine showed up. And he's he th- my, this this friend. He's very popular. Everyone loves him. Um, you know, I'm grateful to know him, quite frankly. Uh, and he's like, oh, you guys got to come to this room party I'm going to go to. Like, it's out in the villas. Uh, it's going to be like a real rager. It's going to be a good time. And this kind of happens in November. Uh, and I wasn't prepared to, like, be outside. Like, I didn't bring socks. I just had my sandals because I was just going to be in the car. I was going to go to the water park, you know, just to do con stuff. Yeah. I didn't bring a jacket. Um, and we had to to get to this party, we had to walk over to the villas, and this was a particularly cold, cold night. And we didn't really know how long it was going to take, but it ended up taking us like twenty minutes to get to this place. And just, I was freezing my ass off the whole time. Like, no, nope, my toes were just out there getting frostbite. Uh, we Finally, get to this party, and it was whack. Like, no <laughs> oh, one was there oh, <laughs> it was very bizarre like the whole party was supposed to be in the basement like you weren't allowed to go upstairs because that's where where people were like living for the weekend uh but there was only like 15 people still there maybe like just kind of straggling around there was music faintly playing in the distance most of the drinks were been drunk yikes um and so like me and my buds were hanging out there for a bit uh and like there's this there was a, like a, a, a bowl of like alcoholic punch with a bunch of gummy bears in it. And like my friend sat down on this like Ottoman and he actually sat on like the tip of this bowl and it just spilled the whole thing all over the place. And we're just like, okay, <laughs> um, we got to go. Uh, it's time to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just we left. We got the fuck out of there as soon as we could. Uh, what a night. Thankfully, that was only a small part of that night, and we continued to rage.
4: Nice, that's nice. cool.
2: <laughs> Nothing game related, just a wild time.
3: Gotcha. Uh, my so my uh, con story is that uh, I went to. I, I mentioned before I go to uh name in West. Uh, I went there. Uh, I think a few years back. Now you you guys know that like at cons, like people like dress up as like everything, right? like you dress they up as you like, what they they do jason i know it's crazy like they dress <laughs> oh. up as random well not random but you know they dress up as all sorts of different kinds of right. characters
1: yeah, you know like they, comic
3: book characters oh, you man, know the,
1: uh, i didn't know anything about this this is the first time <laughs> but
3: yeah this, huh? people like you know like stormtroopers and i saw like a hugh hefner guy and i saw like you know like, like <laughs> sexy ariel or whatever Great. and um yeah, so so we, as we were enjoying the con, right, and as as the, as the, like, the con went on later into the night, we started noticing that, like, the, the costumes started getting, like, a little bit, like, sluttier. We were like, mm-hmm. huh, well, you know, these nerds, I guess, all the freaks come at night or whatever, you know. And uh, we, like, started, like, looking, like, closer and closer, and we started realizing realize that there were just, like, they weren't even, like, costumes. These were literally just, like, half-naked women, women just, like, walking around. Uh, We found out later, like, there was, like, the the anime convention was going on, but there was also, like, a porn convention going on in the same venue, but just later at night. So, we were like, oh, wow, well, that's, you know, really crazy. And, uh, you know... the best. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so, we, like, you know, we enjoy the con, and we, you know, you know, we just kind of, like, try to ignore the ladies or whatever, and all, like, the weird, like, all the creeps, like, walking around and whatever. And, uh, you know, we, we go home after, you know, after the con is over and, uh, I'm like, you know, looking at like pictures of the con, like Facebook. And I like go past, uh, like one guy who I'm friends with. And, uh, he was actually at, he, he didn't go there for the, uh, anime convention. He went there for the porn convention. And, uh, the picture was of him and the caption says, I can't believe I got to meet the legendary Hugh Hefner, uh, at this porn convention. And then I <laughs> realized, wait, that, that, that. Hugh Hefner that I thought was a cosplay was the real Hugh Hefner. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, that's I crazy. know.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. funny. That's pretty funny.
2: Yeah. At um at Gamehole Con when me and Jelani went uh, <laughs> upstairs, I was waiting for Jelani for something. I don't remember why. Um, I was just chilling in the lounge upstairs, and Matt Mercer came out with like his little <laughs> squad. Oh, he yeah. was like, I was sitting in a chair and he was just like standing like five feet away from me. And I just did like a double tag. I'm like, oh, hey, hey, can I get like a picture with you and an autograph? He's like, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty fun. I still have. I have the tag hanging on my thing. I see it directly in front of me. What do you yeah. mean by with his little squad? It's also where I got the actor for Shaggy from this live action Scooby-Doo made movies. Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard.
0: Yeah. yeah so, Matthew Iliard. It was the same con to do that. And his little squad, usually when people are, are guests at a con, they have like uh people who are there to like guide them around the con where they need to go. And like people who are like, they're kind of like,
4: assistants, handlers? kind of like,
0: like handlers, like they keep them on track of what schedules. Cause like, sure. They're on, they're on schedules for so many panels throughout the whole yeah. time. Um, yeah, like that for me, like when I go to cons normally, uh it's very rare that I go just for fun. Uh wait, do I you usually, get do you hire a handler for your cons? Ooh. For my cons?
4: Yeah.
0: No, there's not a handler for my cons. I usually so okay, so I'm not like when when we go as like representatives of Pop Samurai and we cover the con for press, we talk to people who are the handlers right oh um, i see yeah and, that's right and, sure. yeah and we so we schedule out interviews and things like that and schedule out time slots and things like that so that way we can figure out how things go um so like i've gone to plenty of cons and like covered as press and uh done interviews with a bunch of people um so a lot of my con like memories are like big ones are like meeting like people and different things like that and talking to them and doing interviews um there was a con I don't know if it's still around or not, but there was, like, uh, I think there was a, a con called PopCon Milwaukee or something like that that was around here for a while. Um, and it was, like, the very first one they did, and they wanted us, They uh, we talked to them, um, and we ended up being, like, the official press coverage for the con, right? And so, we had, like, our own, like, uh, spot, like, our own table in the con, and um, we were doing interviews with a bunch of people, and the room we were doing interviews with people in was a room where we had like the, the people who were in the room with us sitting at other tables. We had like a uh, Carol Spinney who did the who was the uh, puppeteer and voice of uh, Big Bird. Oh, it, okay. He was like he 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 sat the entire con from us like uh, like a little just like a, a ten steps away from us the entire con. Um, it was amazing. Meaning seeing them um and so we were in the same room with them and we were we interviewed like some of the american gladiators and stuff like that and talked to them so like a lot of my memories and con stories have been just like meeting people and talking to people and like having cool just inner cool interactions with them i know we we covered like a uh a, a convention called ohana at one point that was like uh they were doing like a little convention at the same time that there was like the uh trading card tournament happening here uh or I think it was in Illinois, actually, or, or Madison. I'm sorry, it was in Madison, um, and they had like uh, some of the uh, official trading card game, Pokemon trading card game stuff happening. And uh, I got to meet like the voice actors for Pokemon series for like Ash and Brock, um, and it was super awesome. So um, there was a lot of fun stuff like that. And then yeah, the, I remember that like it, it, there was just memories of just hanging out with friends and seeing seeing Jason. Being able to walk up to Matthew Lillard, who we I think we just found out that year that like Matthew Lillard was like a super mega D and D fan, and I was like, holy shit, he is a big. He's like he's got a company in, for D and D stuff. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. So we just both well, we found out both at the same exact time I think when we were at the con, a game Boy con, and you're just like you walking up to him and talk to him and just like talking about like, oh my friends always tell me that I look like Shaggy and stuff like that, and I was like, oh it's just a good moment. These are good moments.
2: So Yeah. yeah. It was a fun time. I can't believe I still can't believe that man played Shaggy. He was like so old. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that came out like fifteen years ago, man. (laughs) 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 What were you like forty five when you played Shaggy? Crazy. I
0: think I think up until just either this past like I think he I think up until this past like movie that just came out with the Scoob movie. I think School. he was—he was, he was uh, Matthew Lillard was the official voice for uh, Scooby Doo and like animated features and stuff like that for a while too. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, for for Shaggy, yeah. So I think he did the voice for Shaggy for quite some time after he got the live action role. So, so he's been for, he's been Shaggy for a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, cool. Did everyone get a chance to talk about their cool con stories? Any other
2: ones? I just saw uh, I just saw an ad. Um, Dragon Con just announced that they're doing a virtual online thing, which is weird to me, because it's like, what? So, like, Does that mean the panels you can do? Like, oh boy, the panels.
0: Yeah, the panels. Only like nerds
2: that. go to panels. GenCon, Gen
0: Con is doing... Oh, well, okay. Uh, Gen Con is doing yeah. uh-huh. uh, virtual, so virtual as well. Yeah, uh, Gen Con is doing virtual as well this year and we are actually doing some panels. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, some virtual panels, so if I guess if you're a nerd, stop on by. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Neat. Uh, <laughs> I don't take it back. I, I, know.
0: I, I don't yeah. tell you. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, it's too late. There's nothing we can do. We're just moving on. Um, yeah, so good topic, uh, John. John. Good, good topic. Uh, all right. Uh, I think we'll, we're going to end off the, the show here with uh, the final segment. Which is uh Jason's adventure. Oh yeah. Oh god, I forgot about that.
1: Jason's yeah. on an adventure. So,
0: <laughs> so uh after last week, uh we, we we talked a little bit and I uh realized what what we should uh do hot potato a little bit more, um because I ended up setting the groundwork last week. So what we're gonna do is I think uh okay. what sounds fun is uh we're gonna start with John. John, you're taking DM for this for this uh, starting out, okay? Okay. Yeah. Alright. You're continuing from last week, all right? And I think what we're going to do, just to make it fun for the other uh, cast members who are sitting too, is that I think what we'll do is we'll switch off DMs every time Jason rolls. Oh, okay. That works. And so that way, like, when when the DM calls for a roll, Jason will roll, and the outcome will be the next DM's uh, choice on what the outcome is, and it just keeps (laughs) going. And it's like so hot potato. So like, you can randomly call for a roll wherever, and just like throw it to the next DM. And so we're just gonna supposed to keep the narrative going. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Sure, yeah. So that, I think that sounds fun, right? Yeah. 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 So John, you'll start out call for a roll whenever you want, and when when you call for a roll, Antonio will pick up the the narration of the DM, and uh, continue from there. And then when Antonio, when you call for a roll, I'll pick up from there.
3: All right. And then we'll, we'll just go in, then we'll just go in a cycle then. Yeah, and we'll just keep going in a
0: cycle for the next 10 minutes and that's what that's like the limit for for what for, for in the 10 minute Jason and quest. Um so Jason, do you have your uh D20?
2: Yeah, I just got it.
0: All right. I remember Jason doesn't have stats or anything like that. So basically it's just sussing out like when he rolls something and how good he rolls. That's that just pretty much just um tailors your your decision on what uh, what the outcome will be okay okay
3: just remind me what happened last time
0: all right i will previously on jason's adventure jason uh you woke up in the middle of a field tied to a post randomly you don't know what happened you have no memory of what happened uh you remember waking up you remember uh being tied up to this post with your hands behind your back you uh, shimmied the pole out of the ground and uh, tried to escape, uh, and uh, you were trying to sneak away. You were rolled down a hill with the pole. You uh, got flipped off the pole. Your hands are still tied behind your back as you made a little bit too much noise, and the last thing we left off on was someone saying, what was that, as they heard you uh, slamming into the ground. Um, and that's what we'll pick up. John, you're DM.
3: Okay um so you're 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 in the, you're in the bushes right and uh yeah. you you hear someone coming he's coming close to you and you see through the crack in the bushes you see it's uh it's uh it's a man with a with the head of a cat and uh the, the cat says uh uh meow meow i thought i heard something but it doesn't look like anybody's over here
4: and he turns his back to you
2: okay what do you do? um Oh boy, what do I do with a cat? Do I have um? I check my pocket. Do I have a laser pointer in my pocket? Yeah, you do. Oh hell yeah! I I pull that puppy out. Okay. Um, I'm gonna like I'm gonna shine it against like a tree that like is within his eyesight. Okay. I'm just gonna like make it like real frantic, like real Jurassic motions. Okay. You know, try to catch his eye.
3: All right, the uh the cat man uh immediately notices it and starts going up and starts pawing at the laser.
2: All right, so if if, if I've got his attention, like is he like pawing at it, like doing what cats do?
3: Yes, he's doing the cat thing.
2: Okay, and is he with friends? Is is anyone else there? Oh, he was just talking to himself before. Oh, okay.
3: Maybe he has some other buddies like around, but they're not in the immediate area.
2: Oh boy! Well, that that really derails my plan here. Um, I'm just gonna like lead him away then. Like, okay. Get him out of here. Get him, get him out of here. Okay. Yeah. He stumbles off into the into the forest. All right. And I'm gonna say, ha, stupid cat. That's why I'm the superior being. And then I'm gonna go the other direction.
3: Okay.
2: Gotcha. I could uh, distracted by little lights
3: uh your 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 hands are still tied uh and yeah. you're, you're you're walking along and um see uh, on a, on a high tree there's a pair of scissors stuck in a branch oh.
2: okay well i suppose i'm going to try and climb that sucker okay uh make a roll to climb oh boy
3: four
1: all hey, antonio.
3: right antonio all right antonio you're picking up from there
1: all right uh so you successfully climb oh um, <laughs> because it turns out that this this tree not very not very tall so wow i must be better at climbing than i thought i was <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't see anything though and and you get back down sick uh so is a
4: pair of scissors i have now yeah yeah
1: all right well i'm going to try and cut myself loose uh, okay. Try to cut yourself loose. Okay. Uh, you're gonna have to roll for it, so, shit. Okay. I, that, that, that didn't last very long, so we'll go ahead and roll. <laughs> <laughs> 15. Jelani.
0: Uh, all right. So, with the 15, uh, you, uh, start working the, the handles and the scissors to cut yourself loose, uh, from these, uh, bonds behind your back. Um, as you work your way through the rope, uh, you finally, uh, get your hands, uh, free and uh you've cut the rope and you're successful in that you have a pair of scissors in your hand and uh some cut up rope.
2: Hooray. Um well, I'm a free man now. I could literally do anything I'd ever want ever. Yeah, um, you, you are free. God, what to do with this?
0: All right. So uh you're in a forest right now. You've got you moved away from like Catman um and uh you you see that uh There's more forests to your north, more forests to the south. Um, There looks like to be uh, a path to uh, the east, and you came from the west.
2: Okay. Um, Well, you know, I'm going to... Ever since I was a little boy, right, I've had a dream. No, and a dream that's always been just a little out of reach because I was too bound, too restrained by society. And now that I'm out here in the wilderness, I can literally do anything. I'm gonna become a clown. Um, you wanna become a, be a
0: clown? Yeah, I'm gonna
2: become a clown. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my clown senses. I'm gonna try and find the nearest circus. All
0: right, you wanna find, you wanna find the nearest circus? Yeah. All right, I want you I'm to a roll clown far. dar. I want you to roll right. for 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 uh, clown senses.
2: I'm gonna use my clown dar. Um eleven. <laughs> eleven <laughs> You 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 use your nose,
3: you sniff, and your nose uh, <laughs> That's you how it works. Yeah. You're right. Sniff the air and you know that there's a, like definitely a clownly stench to the west. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and you trek off that way.
2: Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and are you gonna eat these clowns? It's a little known fact that the bigger and more rounder and more red your nose is, that's the sh- that's how strong your clown dar is.
4: <laughs> oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. That's what the that's the nose that's way. what that means. So yeah,
3: you're you're hiking down the road and all of a sudden you see a big a big top tent uh with Ooh. stripes. Oh man, you uh, got it quick. In the distance.
2: Life life moves fast, Antonio.
3: as, as yeah. you as you approach, you see. Uh, It's a bloodbath. There are dead clowns everywhere.
4: (laughs) No, no, my
2: potential (laughs) masters. (laughs) I'm distressed. (laughs) I've never seen so many rainbow handkerchiefs all over the place. It's really, it's a violent Um, scene. um, Make up, make
3: a roll to like uh, (laughs) to see how much this traumatizes you.
2: Oh, Oh. great! Eighteen oh very is that good or bad
1: so so <laughs> is that good or bad uh no, so okay, we're gonna go that way uh so this is uh this is something that maybe you're not used to seeing but but you're you're handling it well you you um you're not very traumatized uh but you but still there's you there's still some movement over there, you can see some clowns writhing around in pain uh laying in pools of their own blood
2: oh no um. Boy, I'm gonna approach a clown that looks like he's alive. Okay, uh, yeah.
1: so so you walk up to him. He's laying in like three inches of blood, which
0: Five is inches. definitely oh more, God. definitely, more blood. <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah. more
4: blood. Definitely more
0: blood to definitely be inside one human body. But
1: but you're just he's laying in it and he's writhing around. He's holding his arm. Uh, uh. So yeah, that's that's what's happening
2: i I'll approach him.
1: Funny man, tell me a joke. Oh, you startle him. Uh but he but he has a tear in his eye and he knows that this is probably going to be the last the last joke he ever tells. Uh-huh. And he goes he Make goes making a banger. Uh, <laughs> he goes um, uh, knock knock he
2: says to you. And I, I I a tear a tear wells up in my eye and I go <laughs> who's there? <laughs> and he goes, he goes boo.
0: Boo hoo. <laughs> and he goes, please don't cry over
1: my head. <laughs> and he dies
2: <laughs> I I laugh. I honor his memory with a hearty chuckle. <laughs> and and he dies with a with a with a smile on his face. I like. I put my hand on his face and I like close his eyes. You know, real <laughs> dramatic. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll. Roll for perception. Okay.
0: Fell off two. All right. <laughs> well, Jelani, what are you gonna do with it? Too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <cringe. laughs> you 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 close his eyes and you see the smile on his face and it it, it reminds you of childhood and uh, of good feelings um, and you know that uh this clown has passed away um enjoy that you laughed at his joke damn that's a um, lot of perception for a roll of two <laughs> <laughs> you perceived a that i
2: mean it's right in front of me and, <laughs>
0: and uh you hear something um in the darkness of the of the circus uh, the tents are are torn asunder um you know it's kind of dark and you you hear a noise you can't really tell what it is because you got a two mm-hmm. um it could be honking it could be growling it could be who knows what it is because you got a two what do you, <laughs> could be nothing. What are you,
2: you what do what do you do you might have snored i address the darkness and i go
4: hello, hello? I in, <laughs> in here I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you
2: say? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Is anyone there? <laughs> Mr. Obama?
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, you call out into the darkness and then you hear a uh, 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 a large cacophonous noise as a oh, rumbling starts a heading towards you okay you, oh, you hear a noise starts rumbling towards you and uh you you don't know what it is and it's coming from the darkness uh and then something something gets thrown at you um make a make a roll
4: two awesome (laughs) deal with that two in a row
3: (laughs) uh yeah uh out from out of the from out of the darkness comes uh it's like a it's a baseball it comes and beams you right in the forehead
2: (laughs) (laughs) beamed oh it hurts real bad
3: yeah you, you look up and you see uh it's a it's a uh, uh, it's Barack Obama. He's aimed a pitching <laughs> machine at you. Oh no! <laughs> um, okay,
2: so revoked
3: Barack fight. Obama's name before, so now he's here. <laughs> he's he's reloading the pitching machine. Oh god! I frantically oh, look around
2: for the nearest clown car.
3: <laughs> you uh, yeah, you you find a clown car right away. Is
2: I, there a, I make, yeah. I make a mad dash for the clown car.
3: All right. <laughs> Uh yeah, roll roll to see how fast you go.
2: Okay. Nine <laughs> Okay,
1: so you you make it to the clown cart, but not before getting another another baseball to the back of the head. Oh god, why my head? And, and, Mr. And Obama, you, can see, why? you can see Obama laughing at you. Uh, He's really enjoying what he's doing to you right now. (laughs) Uh, You get in. You get in the uh, (laughs) why? You get in the clown car, uh, and uh, and and um, uh, so you're inside the clown car. Yeah, Um, I try to start the engine. Uh, Okay, so you're gonna have to roll to find the keys. See if you can find some keys.
2: Okay.
4: Six.
1: Oh, Jesus. Kalani, does he find the keys? <laughs> or is he going to be with Obama? <laughs> <before>? <laughs> All
0: right. I want to pick it up here. And John, be ready for it. Your cliffhanger ending, okay? All right. Okay. Be ready for it when, when you get to the roll, okay? All right. Uh, you you look for the keys. You scramble in this small car. It's very difficult because it's so small. Um, and you find uh, a little, a little pair of keys. You find it. And you turn on the car. And a pie flies out and slaps you in the face. (laughs) (laughs) And with this pie in your face, the car begins to begins to zoom off. What do you do?
4: Um, drive away from Mr. Obama.
0: Make a roll because you got pie in your face.
2: (laughs) Oh boy! I don't even like pie. It's disgusting. I bet you wish fuck six. Right. What is it was this lemon cream? You, you get a six. Uh,
3: you you are you're, you're trying to drive, but you can't quite see. You're going down the dirt path, and you're trying to get control of the car. All of a sudden, uh, you you come out uh, and you you out of the forest, and uh, you're uh, you see it before you, you see nothing. You see that there's like just kind of like a big. Oh, you guys, still hear me? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. So you, you guys. You're, you're going forward, and you see there's nothing before you. There's a, a cliff right in front of you, and you oh, go God. off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> what will happen to Jason? He's, he's, he's flown <laughs> off a cliff. What's going to happen? <laughs> Find out next time. <laughs>
0: oh, that, was, that was great. That was good. A literal cliffhanger. I, I, I love that. That was good. <laughs> jason's adventure join Um, us join us next week for narrative hot potato here where we see where jason's adventure goes uh (laughs) that was fun straight Um, to hell apparently (laughs) all right uh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for joining us here for another great no games no life podcast uh you're just you just podcast for us, just getting together talking about just a bunch of different things. So we just have fun here, guys. Um, make sure you guys uh, keep it to all things Pop Samurai. Uh, join us, you know. Make sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, where you can find our podcast, um, and you know, give us a rating. That'd be that would really help us if you can give us a rating. So um, this has been Jaboy Jelani Hoon here, uh, and uh, along with my co-hosts uh, John, it's been here. Hello, it's me, John. Goodbye. Uh, Antonio's been here.
1: I have been here for some time,
0: yes. And Jason's been here.
2: It's been an absolute pleasure. Honk, honk.
0: <laughs> and uh, the website is working from this time, so uh, we try to end off the episode with oh, a question from Yahoo Answers, so I'm glad that it's working. Um, the question this week that I searched Yahoo Answers for in the online game and video game section comes uh, from us and it is some people not ever get released from prison, right? And that's the question. (laughs) Some people. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys
4: next week. Bye-bye.